Welcome to Egg Annex Talks, a podcast brought to you by the agriculture brands of Annex Business Media. Join the teams behind Top Crop Manager, Potatoes in Canada, Fruit and Vegetable, Manure Manager, and Canadian Poultry Magazines for compelling conversations with some of the most important voices in Canadian agriculture. Hi everyone, my name is Brett Ruffel, editor of Canadian Poultry Magazine. Welcome to the latest edition of our Influential Women in Canadian Agriculture podcast series. For this episode, I spoke with Karen Schuett, co-founder and CEO of Livestock Water Recycling. Her Calgary-based company is the world's leading provider of manure treatment technology. Called the plant system, it isolates and concentrates nutrients and recycles clean water back from manure. Karen has won numerous industry awards in recognition of her innovative work. She's also established herself as a leading manure expert along the way. Okay, so first off, uh, thank you for joining us and congratulations on being recognized. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really thrilled to be involved. Uh, First, can you tell us a bit about your current role and your background in agriculture and sort of where and how did you get started? Sure. So my background in agriculture is growing up in suburban Calgary. So definitely not growing up on a farm, Uh, growing up visiting my my family friend's farm and thinking of it as just this magical place that that I would go to in the summer and stay where the world was so different and exciting. Uh, How we got started in this business is from a background in water treatment. Uh, We had been working in the hydrocarbon contaminated groundwater and we were asked by some local farms in Alberta to get involved with some of their manure water that they were dealing with. And that really inspired us to get involved in this business completely. Um, A lot of people, well, it's probably the most common question I get around why manure. And it's pretty hard for me to explain how excited I was when I realized that there was this water um, trapped in these manure lagoons. But I've never really thought of it as manure or as waste. I've really thought of it as such an awesome opportunity to bring clean water around, uh, recycling of nutrients. And it's just been inspirational since I very first started in it. So what do you like best about your role? I think the diversity of, around what I do every day. So one day we're on a farm tour looking at, at manure. The next day I have been meeting the Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue, in, in the U.S. And then, you know, a week after that, I would be speaking at a junior high school in Calgary about where milk comes from. And then, you know, the next week I'm meeting Chuck Magro, the CEO of Nutrien at an event. It's just been an amazing run of, you know, how agriculture touches all of us from the classroom to the corporation, to government, to farms. So how have those experiences uh, impacted your work? So it, it has definitely, um, been exciting and thrilling in so many ways. It has challenged me more than I had expected. And it's been a wonderful opportunity to see people in all walks of life 
and how agriculture affects their lives and their families. Um, it's been, you know, it, it's been a challenge for me and I've had to learn a lot and be really flexible in my job, but I have learned so much over the past few years doing this work. Uh, I can't even express. Going back a bit about uh, your role. So can you explain the plant system? Our plant system? Sure. So we developed the system to operate like an on-farm fertilizer plant or water treatment plant. We go on-farm, we install the equipment on a series of skids. It takes in manure-laden water from the farms, be it a hog farm, a digester, or a dairy farm. We separate out all the valuable nutrients into two different fertilizers, a solid fertilizer and a liquid fertilizer. And then the rest, so 70% of what we take in, comes out as clean, reusable water. And how has that impacted uh, farmers? We are recycling millions of gallons of water every year on farms. Um, and how it impacts their farm is a, a, around how they realize value from manure. So it can immediately cut their cost of management of manure because we reduce the amount of liquid that they are moving or hauling. And then also they can get advantages from dealing with that manure. They can precision apply the nutrients separately and while the, the crops are growing so that they can increase their feed crop growth and they can better use those nutrients in a way that they have more control over them and more freedom. Uh, I think that it's been impactful on their bottom line, but as well, just their overall cleanliness of their farm, um, reducing the odors, keeping their herd healthier. And we all know that farms are so focused on their herd health and they are definitely receptive to anything that can help with that. So what's the biggest risk you've taken in your career? <laughs> Definitely starting a manure business in the middle of Calgary. Uh, it wasn't exactly what people were expecting in, in the middle of Calgary in the oil boom for someone to start a manure business, but it has been an exciting adventure and, a, and overall a really great idea. Can you talk a bit about a particular challenge you faced and how you learned from that? In the beginning, when we were learning how to treat manure, uh, that was a, uh, just a massive challenge. It had never been done before. We weren't seeing anything on the market that existed around treating something with this high organic load. And so that challenge taught us a lot about water treatment, but it taught us a lot about persistence and about continuing to tackle a challenge looking at it a different way from how the market was looking at something or how wastewater treatment was traditionally done. So we really learned to open our minds around problem solving. And then we have applied that in, in so many places. Our most recent challenge that we have taken is taking our business internationally and working, you know, as far afield as into Lebanon and dairy farm, a dairy farm in Lebanon and taking a, a risk and a, and a challenge around, you know, how do you run a business from Calgary where you're installing equipment in Lebanon? It's been 
an amazing challenge, but also we've learned a lot about how to operate in different countries and how to take those challenges when you're, you're posed with them. How did that come about where you ended up working in Lebanon? They found us on our website. They were searching online for manure treatment and what they could do at their large uh, vert vertically integrated dairy farm. And they sent in, <laughs> they sent in a submittal to our online form to say, can you help us? And sure enough, we could. So they came to visit, they, they came to view our farms and immediately said this, sign us up, you know, what we wanna work with you guys. And overall, it's been an excellent experience. They've been really great to deal with. And we have created a lot of success between our technology and their business. And uh, what's one big accomplishment or like a defining moment of your career, would you say? I mean, of course, a defining moment in this business was the first time we made clean water from manure. <laughs> it's still exciting every time we go to a farm and clean water comes out of our system, we do a, a farm tour or we install the system and everyone gets really excited when they first see that moment. Um, so that's definitely a defining moment that we have. But overall in my career, I think last summer when we won, um, I presented at, at two different challenges and I won back-to-back -back awards, the Thrive Forbes Innovation Icon Award, and then the Nutrien Radical Challenge in back-to-back -back months. And it was so defining for me and for our business because it really, it really proved to us how important manure was in the ag tech market and how much potential these big businesses saw in our technology. And it really, it really defined for us how um, important our future was. Have you noticed a big, like a strong presence of women in ag tech? I have. Uh, actually, um, when I look back at the beginning of my career, um, you know, I was sort of the, the only woman at the trade show. Uh, but now we're seeing so many more women involved in ag tech. Uh, in that Thrive Forbes um, Innovation Challenge, there were, of the nine startups on stage, there were four female founders and just recently we have a, uh, earned a spot in the dairy farmers of america accelerator and again four of the nine company founders are women so we're seeing a huge growth in women leading the way in technology and specifically in ag tech so uh, what's the best piece of advice you've received and what advice would you give others thinking about pursuing a career in ag I always say my dad gave the best business advice. <laughs> he had loads of those dad expressions about running with the big dogs and things like that. Um, but when I really look at it, it was all focused on perseverance and hard work. He was a guy who, uh, he went to law school in his mid fifties. So he knew a lot about perseverance and he always told us to you know, when you see a problem and you say someone should really do something about that, he would say, you do something about it. Who's they? Why don't you do that? And I think that's the advice I would give to others 
pursuing a career in ag. You see the problems that are facing the agriculture industry. You've identified that problem. You're probably the one to fix it. You can do something about it. Just believe in yourself and you can do it. And how about to women specifically? Would, is there any uh, advice you would give a woman coming up in ag tech? Yeah, I mean, really believe in yourself. Don't be afraid to get out front. Um, when we look at all the farms that we, that we deal with right now, um, they are, almost all of them are a family farm with a husband and wife running that business and, and no one's doing it by themselves. And I think with, with women, they are, you know, happy to collaborate, often happy to take a back seat in a, in, um, a collaboration. And I think I would say, don't be afraid to stand up and be upfront be out in the, in the lead. You see a problem, you see a solution. Don't be afraid to take it on yourself. If you could go back to the beginning of your career, what advice would you give yourself? People told me in the beginning of my career to get a mentor or to talk to advisors and they will help you grow. And at the beginning, I didn't understand that you could just simply go ask someone ask an industry leader to help you and that they would love to um, ask someone to mentor you and they would immediately you know be receptive to that idea um, so I would go back and give myself that same advice people were giving me and say get mentors and advisors early and let them help you grow um, they they people want to help you I can't believe the number of people who have stuck their hand up to say they would love to help us in our business. And um, yeah, definitely I would go back and say that. Do you also help uh, mentor other people coming up? Yes, uh, I'm involved in uh, several programs around uh, mentoring women, as well as uh, every year we bring in interns into our business, uh, female interns, in as summer students and uh, bring them along, help them grow in their careers, and then we stay connected after they leave. So are there any uh, promising innovations that you, in your area that you see having a big impact? Yes, uh, we have seen in, in different uh, technology accelerators so many promising businesses around the sustainability and safety of the food supply chain. And I think never before in my career has our food and our food supply chain been in the spotlight like it is right now. Um, from what I've seen, just huge developments in robotics and center, sensors, in autonomous tech, in AI, and in biological additives. Um, just so much around that sustainability, precision agriculture, and, and the circular economy that I'm so excited about. So uh, some people raise concerns about the environmental footprint of livestock, but I've read that you say livestock could actually help reverse the effects of climate change. Can you explain that viewpoint? Uh, yeah, our, our position is, is manure can save the planet. <laughs> um, we have been working with our farms to create carbon sinks on those farms. Instead of talking about livestock 
adding to the, the problem of greenhouse gas emissions. Our farms are reducing their footprint of, of greenhouse gases by up to 80%. And then of course they, they sink so much carbon into their feed crops. So if managed correctly, then these farms can actually sink more carbon than they, than they put off by far. Uh, so in that, in that way, we just see farming as um, preventative to greenhouse gas emissions instead of, you know, what, what is being said right now. So is it mostly hogs and cattle that you work with, or do you also work with poultry farms too? We mainly work with uh, hogs and cattle and, and then any sort of mixed waste um, that's going to an anaerobic digester. So that can involve, you know, various livestock waste plus uh, food waste as well. Um, one of our hog farms also has poultry on it as well. So, you know, if we, if we mix waste, really what we are trying to work with is any sort of liquid that it has a high amount of organics in it and creating value from those organics. So we're even talking to, you know, mushroom farms, anywhere where we want to remove a valuable organic out of a waste stream. So how do you see the egg industry changing in the next five to 10 years? Definitely we see that around improving sustainability, profitability and productivity all together. You know, not making the choice between the environment or your bottom line, but actually seeing how that making the choice for the environment improves your bottom line. And I've seen that around, you know, data analytics, around anything to do with the circular economy. We're seeing such a rise in renewable natural gas production and around natural fertilizer production. Um, in the next five to 10 years, we have the consumer looking at where they're buying their food and how that food is being produced. And I see that as such good news because they need to see how sustainable farms actually are and how they're working with technology to become more sustainable every single day. Um, of course, we see in the next five to 10 years, lagoon free food production taking over. Uh, we want to get rid of those manure lagoons and turn uh, that into what it actually is, which is valuable fertilizer. And as well, we see young people taking over family farms and they want to do this with technology. They don't want to do things the way they were always done. They're looking at high tech and how that goes progresses onto the farm and what that means to traceability, sustainability, and profitability. It all looks so positive to me going forward. So what would you like to see more of? Yeah, more of what's happening, you know, circular economy. Definitely more of what we're already seeing. Um, we see so much progress in technology to improve how we work on our land, how we um, how we bring crops to market, how we protect our waterways, everything around the circular economy is a plus for our environment and our profitability on our farms, boosting up our agricultural industry by boosting up our environment. So why do you think it's important to recognize and single out the achievements of women in agri agriculture? 
Um, I think women are phenomenal leaders and we are seeing their skills and work ethic changing the landscape of the agricultural industry. I think I read that no other male dominated industry is experiencing such a rapid rise um, for leadership roles in women as agriculture. So I think it's important to see women where they are. It's important to see women where they're contributing so that younger people, younger women can have role models and see those mentors um, and, and work with them. Also, I, I have to say that almost all of the farms we work with are family farms. And I think that consumers need to see that their food that they're buying for their family comes from a family producing that food for them. And that involves husbands and wives running a business together and likely their sons and daughters. So we can see how women are playing such an integral role in growing the food that feeds our country. Have you noticed the role of women evolve in ag over the course of your career? I have definitely seen the role of women in, evolve in, in ag and in every business um, in my 25 year career so far. Um, we're seeing way more women in the C-suite, way more women investors in ag tech. I'm seeing way more women founders, uh, way more women have applied for intern positions in our technology roles. We are seeing way more women apply for, and our, our most recent um, intern positions are around data analytics and machine learning and computer science. And we saw more women applicants than ever before. So the role of, of women is, is changing and um, we want to encourage that as much as possible. We want to spotlight that so that young women can see where their careers could go. And um, we want to see women lead the way. We've, we've been working with Lando Lakes um, and that has a, a female CEO and she's been in the media really showing how she can lead a, a massive organization like that in such a positive way. Looking forward, uh, what else would you like to accomplish in your career? I, I definitely want to expand our business more internationally. And we want to have um, LWR plant systems in every country. There's, there's farming uh, livestock production happening all over the world. In every country, it has the exact same problem what to do with the waste. And we have a solution to that problem that we wanna to bring to every country. We want to accomplish our vision of lagoon-free food production. And that's the big goal before I am done with my career. So each market might be a bit different, but then they all share that same challenge? Definitely. They all, I mean, they're all, they're all growing livestock and those livestock are all producing manure every day, no matter what. And no one has, you know, enough, enough land to deal with that manure unless we add technology to that. We have a really simple technology product that we can work in a multitude of different configurations, depending on what your particular farm needs to do. 
And so what I say is we have a tool and you can use it and customize it on your farm to make it work out the best for your productivity and your bottom line. And we want to do that in every country. So what's it like working in all these different countries? Uh, every country has their own unique um, regulations. Um, we have to meet certain restrictions and we have to be able to export from Canada. So it's been a learning curve for sure, but it's exciting because growing food is growing food. You know, we're pr producing livestock. It can really show us how similar we are in every country in the world. Um, while we're in different places with, like I say, different regulations, different restrictions, there's the same problems and it's the same people. It's the same farmers, you know, the same family farm growing food for families to buy and eat. So how has your business been affected by the pandemic? Have you had to make any adjustments or? We have had to, um, you know, we've had to work within the restrictions um, required and given to us by Alberta Health Services. And we've had to work, move to working from home and we've all become acquainted with Zoom and <laughs> we've been working uh, separated from each other, which has been a little bit difficult because we've been used to working together. You know, we work we have a small team and we work very closely together every day, but we have been able to still maintain our, our business. Um, we have not had to do any layoffs. So we're really happy about that. We're able to keep all of our staff working and, um, and employed. And we were able to bring on our interns this summer, like we had planned so we can develop our, our app and our data dashboard, like we had planned to do. Um, so we have, are accommodating as best we can um, for this, uh, this COVID challenge. We have actually had a lot of interest in our business from the um, meat producers around how they can use our technology to create cleaner environments for their, their staff. And uh, we want to rise to that challenge and, and really help them um, and help their staff. So what do you like to do in your downtime? Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> as a founder of a startup, there's very little downtime because uh, we're working more, you know, around the clock trying to build the business and access, you know, as, as much as we can. Um, but, uh, you know, in my, in my downtime, I spend a lot of time with my, my massive family that I have. Um, I have lots of siblings and we spend lots of time together. Everyone has their own individual businesses that they're working on or running. So uh, they've been an amazing resource as well to discussing anything from what we're working on to how we're responding to the coronavirus in each of their businesses. Um, as well, you know, a lot of reading and uh, podcasts. I love doing things like that. And I have a dance class that I get involved with and we've been moving that to Zoom and, and dancing in my basement. <laughs> so that's been uh, keeping me healthy and upbeat during this time that we're spending at home.
Well, that's about all my questions. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I just think it's really exciting that you are, are undertaking this initiative to, to focus on and acknowledge the role women are playing in agriculture. I see it every day. We speak to so many women, founders of startups, technology providers, and then of course, so many women on farms. Um, so it's, it's exciting to me that you're working to acknowledge their work. All right, well, thanks a lot for joining us. And take Thank care. You. Thank you so much for having me. Thrilled to be involved. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Ag Annex Talks, the podcast hosted by the agriculture brands of Annex Business Media. You can subscribe to Ag Annex Talks wherever you listen to podcasts or visit eggannex.com to catch up on all of our other episodes.